Hello, world. Welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you again by Mother's Little Helper at BigBadHangover.com. It's a real-life hangover cure. I stand by it and take it every night that I over-imbibe, and that is often. Again, check it out, BigBadHangover.com. This episode has another trigger warning for rape. So, here we go. Genesis 30. When we left off, Leah was cranking kids out for Jacob, but he didn't care or love her more. Rachel was so jealous that she said to Jacob, Give me children or I'll fucking kill myself. Jacob was like, I'm not God, you fucking moron. I can't do anything about this. Rachel, just like Sarah before her, said, Then rape my slave, you fucking moron. Do I have to spell it out for you? Well, Jacob took her slave, Bilhah, raped her, and she had a son named Dan whom Rachel claimed as her own. And then he kept fucking her until she had a second son, who Rachel also claimed as her own, and named him Naphtali, which just like Mein Kampf means my struggle. And so begins, or actually continues, the sibling rivalry between sexy cousin-wife Rachel and ugly cousin-wife Leah. Leah couldn't seem to get pregnant anymore, so she handed over her slave Zilpah for Jacob to rape a couple more kids into, named Gad and Asher. Some time passed, and one fateful knife, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn son through Leah, got some mandrake roots and brought them to Leah. Rachel asked if she could have some, and Leah bitchily replied, First you steal my husband, and now you want some fucking food? Instead of saying, Bitch, I didn't steal your husband. He's both of ours. And we shared him with our slaves. And also, he didn't even want to marry you, remember? You're the ugly one, and Dad had to trick him into marrying you. Rachel said, if you give me those mandrake roots, you can fuck him tonight. Leah thought it was a fair deal to give away the food her son had so responsibly gathered in exchange for fucking her own husband, and accepted. She went and found Jacob, toiling away in the field, and said, You have to fuck me tonight. I have hired you to fuck me with my son's mandrake roots. So Jacob fucked her that night. Now, there might be a few of you out there who don't think I give these, sto- these stories enough justice, and I challenge you to prove me wrong on any of these, but this one especially is pretty much verbatim. And this is what people decided to include in the holy texts. Well, anyways, after getting some good dicking by Jacob, Leah cranked out three more children. She had two more sons, Issachar and Zebulun. She also had a daughter named Dinah. She said to herself, Now my husband will treat me with honor, because I gave him six fucking sons and one daughter. But who cares about that? Well, Jacob did not treat her with honor. Suddenly God said, Oh, fuck. I completely forgot about Rachel. I should let her have some kids finally. So she had a son named Joseph and said, Finally, God has taken away my disgrace. After Joseph was born and Jacob realized he now had 12 fucking children, he said to his uncle, father of his two wives, I'm going to go wander off back to my homeland. I think I've earned that right at this point. Uncle Laban begged him to stay, saying, Just name your price to stay and I'll pay it. Instead of saying, Fuck you, man. I worked for no wages for 20 goddamn years just to marry your two daughters. Name your wages? How much you eat a bucket of fucking cum? Jacob said, I've worked here for a while and increased your wealth significantly. But now, you know, I want to get rich myself, bro. With Uncle Laban's blessing, Jacob went through the field and grabbed every speckled goat and sheep in the field. That way, they figured, they know all of Jacob's flock was speckled and all of Laban's were not. And God forbid a regular sheep gives birth to a speckled one, or vice versa. That would have some dire consequences, but as far as we know, it didn't happen. 
What we do know, however, is Jacob was a heel-grabbing schemer and came up with a super convoluted plot this whole time to make sure all the strong and healthy sheep and goats were the one that speckles on them. And that's what happens when he tricks someone into marrying their ugly cousin against their will. Anyways, Jacob had a good, healthy flock going. He was super rich. He had, and I quote, large flocks, female slaves, male slaves, camels, and donkeys. Genesis 31. Well, it looks like Laban's sons were on to his scam, and Jacob had the sudden idea to get the hell out of town. He said to his sister wives, Your father's being kind of a dick, as are your brothers. Also, your dad's a crook. That's why I pulled this long con on him. Let's go on to where I'm from. I'm sure my brother won't try to kill me anymore. Then Jacob continued, God sent this terrifying celestial being down and told me all the male goats are speckled. So have them fuck a lot and make speckled goats and bamboozle your your shitty uncle who keeps fucking you over. Now leave this land and go to Bethel, where you drenched a rock with olive oil. Leah and Rachel apparently replied in unison, Our dad probably cut us out of the inheritance after selling it to you anyways, so fuck him, let's go. Jacob loaded his wives and children up on a series of camels and sent them on their way to Canaan. He followed with all of his sheeps and goats and all the other wealthy and accumulated his 20-year tenure at Padanaram. Also, before they left, Rachel stole all her dad's idols and totems, and Jacob apparently just lied right to his face and said, We're going to stay here. We're not going anywhere. Don't worry. Then they totally did. They somehow crossed the Euphrates River with all this shit, moved into the hills at Gilead. Well, three days passed, and suddenly Laban noticed that there were a few people around, and also his idols and totems were missing. He was fucking livid. He gathered up a posse of relatives and tracked them to Gilead. When he arrived in Gilead, God came down and said, Don't you say a me damn thing to Jacob. Nothing. Not a good thing, and not a bad thing. Laban and his posse surrounded Jacob, and Laban confronted him. Why'd you run off like that? I could have given you a grand send-off. I could have thrown you an amazing party. I could have kissed my grandchildren goodbye. But you pissed me off. I should probably fucking kill you. But your dad's God came down and said I shouldn't say anything to you, which is what I'm doing right now. Also, why'd you steal my idols? When Jacob said, I ran away because I don't trust you. thought you were going to take your daughters back or something on brand for you. I didn't realize you someone stole your idols. If you find them, take them back. It'll fucking kill that person. He didn't realize that Rachel had stolen them. Well, Laban tore everyone's tent apart, but Rachel had hidden the tools in her camel's saddle, sat in the camel, and told her dad, I have my period, so I can't get off this camel. And Jacob finally snapped. There, you searched everywhere. You didn't find shit. You didn't find shit because there's nothing here. Whatever you found, put it right here in front of me. Oh, there's nothing there? I know. Fuck you. What the hell did I do here? I worked for you for 20 years and 14 of them for free. You suck. You're a shitty butthole. Laban decided the best course of action was to just calm down and said, Jacob, those two women, they're my daughters. Their children are my children. These animals you have, they're all technically mine in the sense that I've decided they are. But tell you what, let's make a covenant right here and now. Jacob and Laban and everyone else set up a big pile of stones, ate a bunch of food by it. Then Laban said, this pile of stones is my witness. If you mistreat my daughters or take on any more wives other than the two slave wives you already have, well, let's just say that God is a witness between you and me. Then he continued, and this rock pile is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, and everything is a witness. It was starting to look like Laban was actually pretty drunk at this point. 
You stay on your side, and I'll stay on my side. Don't come over here and kill me, and I will come over there and kill you. Cool? Everyone agreed, and Jacob even killed a baby animal, because either that's what you do in the situation, or because he was also very drunk. The next morning, Laban kissed his daughters and grandchildren and went home. So that's that. Tune in next week for episode 9, where we continue the story of all of these people.